Hey guys, what's going on? Nathan Johnson here with Advanced Leadership Training and this podcast is going to be about keeping priorities. So we're very, very um, you know, excited about helping uh, get in there and help you with keeping your priorities. So the memory verse for this week is Revelations chapter 2 verse 4, nevertheless, I have this against you that you have left your first love. Revelation chapter 2, verse 4. So guys, the importance of priorities is many, many leaders, many preachers, many business owners, uh, you know, many CEOs and whatnot have failed in countless times and, and, and have hurt others because they were unable to keep the main things, the main things, keep their priorities and, and keep boundaries up. And what we're going to be talking uh, more and more about that in this lesson, if you would. And, you know, there's been relationships that have been ruined with spouses, with children, and and, and, and many have blamed the business. They've blamed the ministry. They've blamed those things because the leader or whatnot, the CEO was unable, the pastor was unable to keep their priorities straight. And it, and it just tears families and businesses and churches apart. You know, it seems like a simple truth to understand, yet so many leaders have failed to maintain this principle and, and, and things and, and people have been hurt. So what is priority? Let's look up the word priority in the dictionary or online or whatnot. Um, and let's look at some of the definitions. The definitions, uh, one of the definitions that I came up with was the right to take precedence. Uh, to go before in order, rank, importance, and time. You know, and there's basically, there's some basic areas in our lives that need to be kept in order, you know, and, and their, their order is given by the value we place on them. This is a basic idea of what our priorities should look like. Number one should be God, right? And number two should be self. And number three should be family. And number four should be ministry and business. So let's talk about, you know, our relationship with God must come first, right? God is the only one that can complete you and make you whole, not just through salvation experience, but through a continuous life giving relationship uh, that we that we have with him every day. In the same way, you know, the body, uh, body's heart continually pumps blood throughout the day, um, giving life to each part. We find our spiritual life in continuous relationship with God. If that makes sense, you know, why, why would any of us neglect our relationship with God? You know, one reason is because we're caught up in the things of the natural or naturally minded, what we can feel and taste and touch and sense, you know, and, and God, God is a spirit and we must communicate with him in the spirit, you know, so it's so easy to be focused on those natural things that are right in front of us all the time, but we need to remember to give attention to our spirit even more so than the things of the natural. So becoming more spiritually minded than naturally minded. The spiritual realm is more real than the natural realm. Believe it or not, it really truly is. Another reason why we neglect God is because we are allow ourselves to be busy, 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 busy. You know, we only have 24 hours in a day. That's not gonna change. It's just simply not going to change. With that time, you know, what do we do with it? You know, we, we sometimes we can be distracted and, and spend time on work that needs to be done. You know, before we know it, we don't have time for God. We don't go to God with the first part of our day to surrender our schedules to him. You know, soon the day passes 
in our own strength and we've missed out on the opportunity to partner with God, to partner with the Holy Spirit. And by the end of the day, we're exhausted and we have nothing left to give to God. So it's very, very important uh, that we keep the priority number one, your relationship with God, becoming more spiritually minded than naturally minded, surrendering your schedule to him, partnering with him in everything that we do in ministry and in business and in family and in self. So that's what brings me to the next one. Let's talk about self. You know, to many, you know, it may seem wrong to put yourself next. And I know that I've been there before, you know, but if we don't take care of ourselves, we can't take care of anyone else. And what ends up happening is because, you you know, sometimes in my life, I've not taken care of myself and I've got such a passion and such a heart to help others. I become drained and I, and I no longer do what I do with joy and with strength because I'm depleting myself. So self must come next. You know, even though, you know, we, they say that we, the ones uh, that we hurt are the ones that we love the most, which is mainly family, right? You know, uh, if we're not in the right condition spiritually, physically, mentally, and emotionally, we can hurt the ones that we love, you know, so we must take care of self. All right, number three, let's talk about family. If you are married, Talked about to talk to the married people for a moment, you know. Our relationship with our spouse is the most important relationship that we have. Not your pastor, not your boss, not your business partners, not your, you know, just it is your spouse that's supposed to be our partner in life. You know, we face challenges together, we celebrate our wins together. We comfort one another in sorrow. We should value our spouse more than anyone else on the planet. We're a team that makes us special to one another. Sometimes a relationship with a spouse isn't valued like it should be. There are several reasons why that can happen. One is because of familiarity, right? You usually know one another very well, and sometimes couples begin to take one another for granted. Guys, it happens. If we're not careful, we become familiar. We see them every day. We take them for granted. And this is danger, guys. We got to keep this a priority. It's easy uh, to underappreciate someone that you know is always going to be there. Another reason why couples lose their respect for one another is because they let, they let strife come into their relationship to the point where it becomes common. Couples bicker with one another, disrespecting one another. The homes and the atmosphere um, where the same issues got unresolved and resentment can build. We think we know the other person so well that there isn't any need to go to them thinking we know to expect disrespect. So we, uh, we have children. Our children are next in priority, guys. It's not children first. It is your spouse first. Then your children is next in priority. As a parent, we have a responsibility to raise up our children in love and in honor. Children need the security of a loving environment in order to develop correctly. They need to know that they are valued and significant to us. That means that we should get both quality and quantity of our time. We should be giving that to them in order to train up our children in the knowledge of the Lord. We have to have a relationship of love and trust with each child. You know, part of making our family priority and 
is making sure that our home is taken care of. You know, among other things, that means that we have to make sure that our financial needs are taken care of. If we're not working full time, you know, you know, for those that are in ministry, then our jobs are the next priority. You know, if we have, if we're not taking care of our financial responsibilities, then we're not ready to take care of ministerial responsibility. So be very, very careful with this, guys, that you don't forsake the financial needs of your family and, and, and making needs met, you know, for the sake of ministry, for the sake of the Lord. You know, we keep these things in priority. So the next one is ministry and business. You know, so once uh, once we have God and self and family cared for, once those priorities are put in place, we can then begin to focus on ministry and business. So unfortunately, many times the demands of ministry and business can be, can cause you know preachers and leaders and uh, employees and whatnot to put ministry first, and their their personal life has suffered. Aside from the needs of people, ministries also have to consider the business side of ministry, legal obligations, financial demands, civil requirements, etc. The responsibilities associated with ministry can be overwhelming because of the needs that people have. If we're not careful, guys, those that are in ministry, ministry can take priority out over other areas of our lives. It seems simple to understand, but it isn't always easy to live. People can be demanding, especially hurting people, people that are going through some things. And, and, and if we're not careful, we forsake our families, our finance and everything. And, and a lot of times, that is where things are out of priority. They're, they're, they're not in order, if you would. And, you know, the congregation, church leaders, and people in the community have needs uh, that they want you to meet. And we usually go into the ministry because we care about people and we want to help them. It isn't an easy thing to turn away from the cries of the people that we love. You know, also, we have to keep priorities in the responsibilities that we have. If we're unable to prioritize our responsibilities, uh, important and necessary things will not get done and we will be less effective in ministry than we should be. So we're going to be talking about how to protect yourself, how, how to, and number one, set a schedule, guys. Ministry is far from routine. You know, ministers are always on call, whatever the time of day or night or, or how, you know, however a ministry minister can set a basic schedule to follow, it can be helpful. For example, what days are you available for normal appointments? Schedule a day off. Schedule time with your family. Listen, those people and those needs need to fit into your schedule. Although you might be on call or they can text you or email you or, or whatever, it, it needs to fit in within the schedule that you've set because I can promise you this, if you don't set a schedule and if you don't set boundaries, they will not set themselves. So number two, with that, be flexible. Say that with me. Say, be flexible. <laughs> In ministry, you have to be flexible and you know, to change your schedule. You and your spouse and your children need to be able to move your schedules around to make sure you're keeping your priorities. Many times uh, you have to minister in the evenings or on the weekends. So whenever possible, take some time during the day so that you are spending time with God, taking care of yourself and spending time with your family. Number three, 
touched on it a little bit in uh, number one, but setting boundaries, guys, you have to put a limit on how much of yourself you're willing to commit to ministry. There are times when you will uh, need to say no. The most, the most powerful word in ministry is the two-letter word no to people and to programs, guys. And that's been a difficult thing to me because I can put together programs and, and it just seems so. But if we're not careful, it takes too much of our time. So you will have to let people know that what you can do and what you cannot do. And be aware of people who will try to manipulate you through sympathy or guilt. And be careful that people who will try to control you through intimidation. Uh, don't let other areas of life take too much from you. Sometimes friends or hobbies or extended family or others can rob you of your priorities. Number four, be discerning. Discern what things are necessary for you to do. Discern what things you can delegate to others. Delegation, 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 and discern what things should not be done. And number five, be led by the Holy Spirit. God will never overwork you. God wants you to be healthy and rested. God wants you to enjoy your time with him and your family. The needs of people are unending, guys. We have to remember that God is in the is in the need meter, if you would, and we work for him. He will show us what he wants us to do to serve his people. So guys, keep your priorities and, uh, you know, Put up those boundaries and whatnot. Set your schedule and be led by the Holy Spirit. So what good is a lesson if there is no application? So is God, let me ask you for the application for this week, is God your first priority? If not, what is one practical way, one practical way that you can change that? So that's number one. Is God uh, your first priority? If not, what can we do to change that? Number two, are you taking care of yourself? If not, what is one practical way that you can change? Now, for those that are married, is your family in order? If not, what is one practical way to change? Then, is your ministry in order? Is your business in order? If not, what is one practical way to change that? Is there anything, last but not least, is there anything that has taken you away from your priorities? If so, what is it? So I encourage you to get with a mentor uh, and go over these things and to just put things back in priority. Guys, there's practical ways of putting things in priority. It's not all spiritual. And I can tell you that priorities will not set themselves. Schedules will not set themselves boundaries will not set themselves. That is up to us to do. So once again, Nathan Johnson here with advanced leadership training with the memory verse for this week is Revelation chapter two, verse four. Nevertheless, I have this against you that you have left your first love. Revelation chapter two, verse four in this week's lesson on keeping priorities. Guys, win the day, win the week, make an impact and don't forget, have some fun. God bless and take care.